This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 259. Show notes for this episode, including all links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 259. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Oh my gosh, mamas. Before we get started, I have a very special announcement. Like I'm sweating a little bit because I'm so excited to tell you this. Are you ready? If you're driving, like maybe pull over. If you're a place where you can write something down, you want to take some notes, like this is the time to do that. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. The Shameless Mom Momentum Mamas is officially launched into the world and there are already over 30 amazing people signed up for the Shameless Mom Momentum Mamas. And wow, it's going to be amazing. So you've been hearing me talk about getting on the wait list and the Shameless Mom Momentum Mamas is coming up. And so it's here now, like we're doing this. I launched to my wait list last week. It's been amazing. The response has been incredible. And now I'm launching publicly to all of you. So here we go. This is going to be so fun. I can't tell you like the mamas who've already signed up for this, They've already made it super fun. I can tell already that this is going to be some magic in the making. Like I should have just called it the magic momentum mamas. So, okay. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, let me just fill you in really quick. The momentum mamas is going to be a 12 month program 
So it's going to be year round. It runs without end, without interruption. So when you sign up, you're going to be signing up for this 12 month program that is all around you cultivating yourself, your sense of self, becoming a better version of you who gets to spend a little more time focusing on you. You might use that time and energy to focus on self-care. You might use it to focus on healthier habits. You might use it to focus on building a career or moving a career in a different direction. You get to choose where you want to build momentum, but the Shameless Mom Momentum Mamas is for anyone looking to build momentum in any area of their life. When I say anyone, I mean any shameless mom. So any shameless mom looking to build momentum in any area of her life, you will have the opportunity to work on cultivating more confidence and courage, pursuing your passions, identifying what the heck you're even passionate about. We're going to work on implementing healthier habits and routines, building better boundaries and relationships. We're going to focus on adopting abundance mindset around time and energy and money. And we're going to talk about connection and making new friends. This group is going to be fire. I can already tell by the mamas who are in the group and we're starting soon. And if you sign up this week, you get a special discount. So it's the week of August 20th. If you're listening in live time and the time is now because I have discount pricing through this week only. So to get yourself signed up to learn everything there is to know about this program and more, you're going to go to shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum. So hit pause right now and go there. Again, that's shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum. And that's going to give you all the information on the program, as well as fancy little buttons that you can click on to get yourself signed up, where you will get access to the discounts that are happening this week, access to the bonuses that are available only this week, all the good stuff. When you sign up for Momentum Mamas, you are going to have access to our weekly group coaching calls that happen year round. You are going to have access to our private Facebook group, to our monthly book club, to our monthly happy hour, to our special guest experts who will be joining me from time to time in the Shameless Mom Momentum Mamas. This is going to be amaze, amaze, amaze. It's going to be so great. I can't even tell you how excited I am. And the energy from the moms who are already in the group is phenomenal and this is going to knock your freaking socks off. So pop over to shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum. Again, push pause, take care of it, do it now so you don't forget and you don't lose the discounts and the bonuses and all that stuff. And then when you're done, come back here and push play and you can listen to this amazing episode. Hello, shameless moms. I'm so excited to kick off this episode sharing with you a new shameless mom of the week. So remember that you can nominate yourself for shameless mom of the week by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And that will take you into our Apple podcast review section. And that's where you nominate yourself. You write a review for the show and you let me know how the Shameless Mom Academy has impacted your life. And I go through and I look at all the reviews in there and I pick out the ones that jump out at me as ones where I feel like they might have a little bit of a lesson to share with all of you. So this week's Shameless Mom of the Week is me underscore D. So this person did not leave a name on there. So I just have the screen name that they use for the review. If you want your name to be shared on the episode, make sure you include your name in your review so that I can share that with the nomination. So me underscore D says, I just started listening to this podcast this week and I've already fallen in love from Danny J's story to the encouragement by Sarah to find my identity and passion. I've been so moved by this podcast. While it's not quite the same thing, I had an abortion in college that caused me to be filled with self-hate and regret. Listening to Danny talk about her situation really hit a special place for me. I now have a son, he's one, and I just want to be the best mommy and the best me that I can be for him. This podcast seems like such a safe place to receive encouragement and motivation. I can't wait for future episodes. So I wanted to share this review and also nominate this mama for Shameless Mom of the Week because I 
so appreciate when someone can share their own experience and their own story and the impact that it's had on their life and kind of where they're at right now with it. Um, I really, really appreciate that vulnerability and that openness and honesty. And I think that it helps us all coexist as women and move forward as women in power when we share our stories. And I also think that I think all of us have things from our past and stories and demons and situations and trauma and regrets and things that it's really hard to move past and it's really hard to process sometimes. And it takes work and reflection and definitely some time and energy to push ourselves to grow in new directions. And I see people doing that in our community every damn day. And I'm so impressed and so proud. And I think this is a fantastic example of one mom pushing herself to move past her past and grow in spite of her past and learn to love herself and her current life, regardless of where you've come from. And also, I think part of that is loving your story, even if it was hard or traumatic, or even if you maybe at one time were filled with self-hate around it. So, you know, Danny J, there was two episodes with Danny J. It was a two-part story, which I will link to in the show notes. But for those of you that listened to that, you know that there was a lot of trauma around her situation, around her story. And she so beautifully talked about how she was able to move through that and move past that over time. And I think that it's so important that we give ourselves permission to do that and permission to also acknowledge that this is where we came from because we're not less than because of where we've come from. We are as great as we are because of where we've come from. And I think that it's important that we look at it from that point of view to keep it positive and powerful. And this is actually a good segue into our content for today. So what I want to talk to you all about today is the power of positive thinking and how to daydream. And I think that there must be a book called The Power of Positive Thinking or something like, I feel like maybe it's a self-help book that I should have run this research before I started recording. But I think maybe it was like a book that my mom had on her bookshelf when I was growing up. That I remember she had like a handful of self-help books that I always made fun of. I remember one was called like When Bad Things Happen to Good People. And I don't even remember what the other ones were, but I thought the titles were so cheesy and I basically just wanted to make fun of her for them. And I think there might've been one called The Power of Positive Thinking. But at any rate, there is a lot of power in positive thinking. And so, you know, now that I am probably the same age as my mom, when I saw those books on her bookshelf, I can like embrace them rather than make fun of them. (laughs) But I also think that part of daydreaming, I think we need to give ourselves permission to daydream and to really let our daydreams take up space and really acknowledge what they are. Because that's how you make those daydreams turn into realities. And I think that that's really, really important. And it might sound funny to say like, you should schedule time for daydreaming or like really recognize like when you do your best daydreaming. But I really think that that's true. And I actually did a Facebook Live a couple of weeks ago. I was out on Lummi Island out here about an, two hours from Seattle, out on this little island. And my husband and I went out for a couple nights to get away, which we hadn't done in probably three years. I don't even know if we've ever done a two night getaway, but I think we did like a one night getaway a couple of years ago. So we did this two night getaway and we were staying at this little house on this little Island right on the water. And I purposefully the second morning I got up early before I really felt like getting out of bed, but I wanted to get up and go sit out on the deck and drink coffee 
and look at the water and daydream about this being my life someday. Like I have this dream of living on the water and waking up in the morning and sitting out on a deck, watching the water and drinking my coffee. And I wanted to get up before my husband and basically practice that daydream because that's how you make things happen is that you like actively engage in thinking about them and believing that you can have those things. And I laugh because I talk a lot about my dream of like buying a lake house or having a vacation property. And I laugh about it because my husband initially was like, so not on board. And he's like, that's not, you know, the best use of our money. And if we were going to invest in real estate, that wouldn't be the wisest way to do it and blah, 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 blah. But I've kind of gotten him to turn around a little bit and to start considering it because I've figured out how to be more manipulative, basically. And I've figured out how to make my daydream into his daydream. So one of his favorite pastimes is fishing, which I think is ridiculously boring, but he loves fishing. And he could get up at like 5 a.m. and fish for like six hours straight and not catch a damn thing and call it like the best day of his life. I don't understand it, but I realized at a certain point with my like dream of having a lake house that if I made him realize that he'd get to fish every day, if we had this house on the water, that maybe he would buy into the same daydream as me. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs 
in special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. Now, his daydream would look different because his would start with like getting up pre-dawn to go out on the water and be out there fishing with his coffee and whatever. Mine would look like waiting till the sun is rising and sitting on the deck in my like cozy slippers with my cup of coffee with maybe like a blanket on my lap. So the daydream would look quite different, but the means of getting there would be like buying a house on the water, right? (laughs) So even though kind of the dreamy part of it looks a little different, the action steps to get there are the same. And so we can have this dream in common, even though maybe our visualization of it would be a little bit different. And I think that it's so important that you give yourself that place to think about those things. I did some research for this episode and was looking up kind of thoughts around positive thinking. And I have a few different quotes from you that I think are really, really good ones and really, really good concepts that are really powerful. So the first one I want to share is a quote by T. Harv Ecker. And he says, no thoughts live in your head rent free. Each thought you have will either be an investment or a cost. It will either move you toward happiness and success or away from it. It will either empower you or disempower you. That is why it's imperative you choose your thoughts and beliefs wisely. I love that. And I could not agree more that no thought lives in your head rent free. And so everything comes at a cost. And so if you are creating space for a thought to be an investment to move you towards something that is high value If you are letting your thoughts come at a cost because they are moving you away from happiness or success, or they are disempowering you, then that's going to be a huge cost in the long run. And that's going to be a major sacrifice. And that's going to have a big impact in not the direction that you want it to, right? So this is so important that you really be careful and considerate of your thoughts and your beliefs. And I know that this is something that can be really hard for me. And it's something that I've had to struggle with when I've had times where I felt really stuck on things. And I have to really watch my exposure and like get myself out of my own head. And I actually at those times is when I really let myself be exposed to other people's work and writing and influences, because that's what often can help me shift and help me turn around. I've used this example before, but I went through a phase a few years ago where running was like just sucking the life out of me. And every time I'd go running, I would just be like, oh my God, this is just so hard. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And every run the whole time, all I would think was like, am I almost done? How much longer? When can it be done? This is hard. This hurts. My legs hurt. I hate this. Like every single thought I would have, my entire run was a negative thought. And one day I was out walking and I was listening to a podcast interview with Marie Forleo And she talked about how two thoughts can't take up the same space. So if you are choosing to have a negative thought, there's no way a positive thought can live in that space. So when you choose to have a negative thought, like this running sucks and this hurts and I hate it and I can't stand it. And when's it going to be over? There's no way that a positive thought can live there. A positive thought, like I can't think I feel strong at the same time as I feel weak and I feel powerless, right? I can't think those two things simultaneously and actually believe them. And so I started putting this into play. I was like, okay, I want to see what happens if when I go running, if every time I start to think about something negative, I make myself think about something positive instead. So what I would do is as soon as I would start thinking like, oh, this is hard and it hurts and I hate it and it sucks. Instead, I would think 
my legs feel really strong. I can feel my quads. Like they feel so strong. It's like, they're going to burst through my pants. They're going to like tear my pants open. My quads feel so strong. And then I would think about like being light on my feet and I feel so light on my feet. And every time I put my foot down, it just springs right back up. And I would literally just think my way through this with running. And I'm not saying it made the running feel easy, but it made it feel manageable instead of it feeling overwhelming. It had felt overwhelmingly hard and uncomfortable for a while. And when I started putting positive thoughts in place of those negative thoughts, I was able to make it feel manageable again. And that was such a relief. And so I've used that multiple times now where I'll catch myself and I'll think like, I'm having a negative thought about something or I'm feeling stuck in a negative space, I have to turn it around and think about something positive. And this is where gratitude work becomes so key because literally, well, you've heard me talk about gratitude, but you've probably heard a lot of people talk about gratitude and gratitude practice. And like you literally, if at the end of the day, you're thinking about like, today was such a hard day and it was awful and, you know, it sucked the life out of me and I can't stand this day and I'm just so glad it's over. Like you can't be thinking about all of that and be thinking about all the things you were grateful for from the day at the same time. So you can't be thinking that like, my boss is a jerk. I'm mad at my husband and my kids just whine all the time and also be thinking like, I love the way little Katie laughed over dinner and I'm so excited that I get to apply for this promotion at work next week or I get to have the opportunity to you know present on something at work. And I, I'm so grateful that this weekend we're going to have like dedicated family movie night or game night or whatever. You can't have those same thoughts in the same space. So if you're just focusing on why your day sucked and why it was so awful, then you don't have the space for gratitude, right? And if you make the space for gratitude, you won't have the space for all the negative junk anymore, which is the beauty of practicing gratitude. And that can be hard. It can be overwhelming. It can literally be very challenging to sit down and think of three things that you're grateful for at night or in the morning. But when you make yourself do that, you crowd out the negative thoughts. You crowd out the crippling energy and the energy sucks and the negativity. And when you crowd that out, then you only leave space for the good things, right? And so that becomes very powerful. So here's another quote for you, Earl Nightingale, whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality. I love this because what's so key here, I think, is that when you are trying to shift your thinking into that more positive place, and when you are trying to be more mindful of your daydreams and what you want to become a reality, you have to nourish with repetition and emotion. And it's the repetitiveness that keeps it front of mind where you can think of, these are the positive things I really want. These are the things I really love. This is what I'm really excited about. This is what I'm determined to build. That repetition is going to be key because otherwise we forget the things, right? We get distracted. And the emotion is also really key. The emotion is what reminds us of our why. If I can be emotional about something, I'm way more likely to be tied into why it's an important goal for me. And I used to talk about this a lot when I had women at the gym who wanted to change their bodies by getting stronger or losing weight or whatever, just to feel better about themselves or feel healthier and have more energy. And what I always would talk about is I want you to set goals and I want you to like sit down and 
really put some thought into it. And if you can be emotional, if you can like sit and cry while you're writing out your goals around why you signed up for a transformation program, that's actually going to be way more powerful for you. Because if you can get emotionally connected to why you want something, you will see and understand why it is so valuable to you and why it is so meaningful to you and why it actually means so much that you would commit time and energy and resources to making it happen. And that is really, really transformative. So consider what you plant in your subconscious mind and how you nourish that. Because there's plenty of things that we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish in a negative way, whether it's comparing yourself to other people on social media or whether it's, you know, thinking about how much you hate your job or how much you can't stand your boss or how much you feel like you're not going, you know, moving in any specific direction. Or maybe you're stuck in, you know, thinking about a negative relationship or a negative family situation. If you're constantly nourishing those negative spaces and places, that continues to be your reality, right? So you need to be nourishing with repetition and emotion the daydreams. Let yourself sit with those things. Give yourself dedicated time to think about where you want to be in three months, where you want to be in a year. What do you want to change? What do you want to improve? What will it feel like when you've done that thing? What will it feel like when you've hit that goal? What will it feel like when you've gone and asked for a raise and gotten it? What will it feel like if you go back to school and get that degree and go after the job you really want? What will it feel like if you quit your job and stay home with your kids? What will it feel like to get to take your kids to, you know, ballet or gymnastics or soccer practice or whatever? Like whatever your dream is, what is it going to feel like when you get to do that? When you feel, when you go after the thing that you really want and you feel like you are in control of it by nourishing those thoughts with repetition and emotion so that those realities actually come true. Okay. Next quote. This is from Gandhi. I mean, does it get any like more significant than that? So Gandhi says, keep your thoughts positive because your thoughts become your words. Keep your words positive because your words become your behavior. Keep your behavior positive because your behavior becomes your habits. Keep your habits positive because your habits become your values. Keep your values positive because your values become your destiny. So much there, right? But it's so true. It really like starting with something as small as letting your positive thought take up space in your head instead of your negative thought impacts your words. And the words that you choose impact your behavior. And your behavior impacts your long-term habits. And your long-term habits impact your values. And your values impact your destiny. And I can tell you this, I can tell you like I had a major shift in my values professionally over the last couple of years, which is how I ended up selling my gym, how I ended up full-time in the podcast. And that all came from my thoughts shifting. My thoughts started to shift and I started changing my wording and my vocabulary around how I wanted to talk to women. And then that changed my behavior. And I went from wanting to offer transformation programs in my gym to wanting to offer transformation to women through a podcast for moms. And so I created that podcast and I built it. And that behavior of showing up for a podcast every week, that became my habit. Showing up every Monday and Wednesday for 259 episodes. And the habits 
became my values. I did a whole episode on my Nasty Women Manifesto, which is basically where I like wrote out my values for this show and my values for how I want to proceed in the world as a woman and as a mother. And those values of now they're becoming my destiny. I was able to sell the gym. I'm building a full-time business around the podcast. I'm building this enormous community of thousands of moms who are going after everything they want in life and living more shamelessly and loving their lives a little bit more every damn day, all because I started to change my thoughts. I started to change my thoughts around how I wanted to serve women and the value that I thought I could add to the world. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under-sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That started probably three years ago. Actually, it was just about three years ago because it was at the end of summer three years ago. I remember. I remember thinking like I'm coming out of this haze of three years of figuring out like my identity as a mom, which completely rocked my world and was a million times harder than I thought it would be. I completely like had to build a new identity. And in doing that, it really changed the work I wanted to do in the world. So all of that is proof that 
Your thoughts become your words, your words become your behavior, your behavior becomes your habits, your habits become your values, and your values become your destiny. And that's all for better or for worse. And so Gandhi's quote there had, keep your thoughts positive because they become your words. But if you could also put in negative, if you have negative thoughts, that becomes your words, which becomes your behavior, which becomes your habits, which becomes your values, which becomes your destiny. And the power in that, like, it sounds very idealistic and very simplistic to be like, if you just change your thinking, you'll get everything you want out of life. You'll completely change your destiny. But it really is like on a fundamental level, there is truth to that. Now, that's not to say that like life isn't going to throw you curveballs, but I will tell you, life has thrown me some curveballs in the last few years and I have confidence that I can manage it. And I actually like, I'm the kind of person that anticipates bad things. I spend a decent amount of time thinking about what would I do if like the worst thing happened? What would I do? Like, I literally think about this. What would I do if I had to get a divorce tomorrow? What would I do if something happened to Vince, my husband? What would I do if something happened to Vinny? How would I move on? How would I move forward? And there's things, there's parts of it where I think like, okay, this would be my plan. Plan A would be step one, step two, step three. And I think about it and I think about like, how can I be like cripple proof basically where like my life would not be crippled by anything. Now, I'm not saying that like, I mean, especially when I think about something happening to Vinny, which I have a fair amount of paranoia about. (laughs) I don't know if every mom has that, but I'm pretty paranoid about something happening to my child. And I think about like weird scenarios of like all the bad things that can happen. I think this is normal parenting behavior, but I don't know for sure. I'm hoping I'm not alone. But it like eases my anxiety to walk myself through and be like, okay, if something really bad happened, like here's how I would manage it. Here's how I could cope. Here's how I could recover. Here's like how my purpose in life would shift. Here's what I would do. Like I literally have thought if something awful happened, how would I move forward? Because I cannot imagine, like I can barely even talk about it because I'll get too emotional. But I do think about like, what would my life look like? And I think what would make me feel better if I lost, like had the worst trauma that I could imagine in losing a child? And I think, I wonder, I could never replace that loss or take it away. Of course, I could never make the heartbreak less but I probably would want to adopt two foster siblings because I don't have the capacity to do that right now. But I know that oftentimes in foster care situations, there's siblings that are kind of like a package deal. They don't want to, and the state doesn't want to separate them. And I think, you know, that's like a situation where I would have the bandwidth to do that if I had this huge gaping hole in my heart because of a traumatic loss that I experienced. So I'm not going to keep talking about that because it's so gruesome. And I really didn't intend for this episode to go in that direction. But that's literally how I like plan my power of positive thinking. I plan for like, if I was in the most negative mindset ever, if the most traumatic thing in the world happened to me, here's how I could get through it. Here's how I could work my way through it. Here's how I could recover from it so that I would actually have a purpose in living again. And that feels really powerful to me to feel like I can get through anything because I know that I can control my thoughts and I know that I can control my behavior and my habits and my values that will lead me to my destiny. So big stuff today. So here's what I want you to consider kind of as a culmination of this information. I want you to consider how you schedule time for inspiration and schedule time for daydreaming. I think that's really, really important where you are scheduling time to think about what you really want, to think about all the things that you want and you need and you deserve, and to think about how you're going to cultivate that. I will tell you that like TED Talks are a great way to do that. I've been listening to Oprah's 
Super Soul Conversations. Oprah, it's a podcast. So it's called like Super Soul Conversations with Oprah or something like that. Watching TED Talks is another one. Lewis Howe's School of Greatness podcast is another great one that's just amazing stories of people who have gone through long traumatic journeys and have become like bigger than they could have ever imagined on the other side of it. Reading. I mean, you all can get my book list. If you're in the Shameless Mom Facebook group, you all get immediate access to my book list and to the 15-minute manifest, which is a huge way to practice daydreaming is doing the 15-minute manifest every morning, working your way through my book list. My book list is amazing resources for women and books that can really change your frame of mind and change your perspective. So make sure you're in the Facebook group or if you're not already there, um, over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. Next, I want you to consider affirmations. I will tell you, I'm someone who really poo-pooed affirmations because they felt so cheesy to me and they felt like weird and awkward and uncomfortable. But I've gotten to a place where I can practice affirmations in a much more positive space and they don't feel so goofy and weird and irrelevant. They actually feel relevant. And I've started doing affirmations in ways where it's just little phrases that I write down every morning. Okay, not every morning, most mornings. I write them down most mornings, writing down affirmations as if these things have already happened. So like one of mine that I write down is that I have a seven figure three book deal, which means that like a publisher would come to me and say like, hey, we want you to write three books and we're gonna give you seven figures, which is like over a million dollars to write these three books. So that's not something like I'm actively seeking out right now, but I think that's something that I ultimately want. So I'm writing that down because I want it on my radar. Like at some point, I have 259 episodes of podcast information. At some point, I need to take radical responsibility for putting some of that into a book, right? (laughs) Because it actually wouldn't be that hard because I already have all the content in the podcast. So one of my affirmations is writing down goals as if they've already happened. Or one of the way I practice affirmations is writing down goals as if they've already happened. And one of those is that I have a seven figure three book deal. I was listening to someone on a podcast recently and she said one of her affirmations that she writes down is that I only fly first class. And she said she started writing it down years before she ever flew first class. But now she's a highly paid international speaker and part of her like speaker agreement is that if someone wants her to speak, they have to pay for a first class ticket for her to get there. And now she only flies first class. And so she started writing this down every day, years before it actually happened. So this is the thing, you write these things down before they, like way before they actually happen, way before you you have any clue how you're going to make them happen. You just start writing them down. It's the same thing with vision boards. And the vision boards is another great way to daydream and really embrace the power of positive thinking is you create a vision board. And there's not like a lot of magic in creating a vision board in terms of how you do it. You basically cut out images and words and you glue them on a board on like a piece of white construction paper and you hang it up where you can see it regularly. Now there's definitely some variations on how you can do that, but it's pretty much that simplistic. And you put things on that vision board that haven't happened, but that you want to have happen. And you sometimes you put things on there and you're like, there's no way this is ever going to happen. You might put things like, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to move to Greece. I'm going to be the CEO. You would be blown away by the things that happen. Even like I've even done this and I've heard other people say this and it happened to me recently where I'll make a vision board as part of an activity when I'm with a group of some sort of group of people. I've had to do it a couple of times in different like retreat environments And I've made the vision board and I've put it away. Like I haven't even remembered to like hang it up on my wall. And I found the vision board a year or two later and things have come true on it. So I recently found a vision board from like two years ago 
And on it, I had London written out. And at that time, I just knew I wanted to go to Europe sometime soon. I didn't have any plans. Okay, well, now I've gone to Europe twice, just in six months. And the second place I went was London. And so I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know I was going to London. Like London wasn't really like the main attraction. I just wanted to go somewhere in Europe. And honestly, I thought the first place would be Italy, but London is like the word that I happened to find in a magazine to represent Europe. So that was kind of funny. There was other things on there too that came up. Like I had launch written on there and launch. I was thinking when I put it on there that it was related to something with the gym. But during that time I launched the podcast. So look at crazy things where I'm like, oh, I didn't even know what that meant when I put it on there. And then it like, it came true. So really, really powerful. All right. So now I want to know how you are going to daydream. How are you going to schedule time for daydream in the power of positive thinking to get you through something if you're stuck, to get you past the place where you feel like maybe you don't have the power or the positive mindset that you want to have. Maybe you don't feel like you're being as purposeful or as intentional as you want to be in your daily life. This will make a really, really big difference. So definitely continue the conversation on this episode over in our free Facebook community over at Shameless Mom, hashtag every damn day. I love our conversations over there and they're so valuable. So I can't wait to hear what you think and I can't wait to connect with you over there. Thank you so much for spending time with me today in the Shameless Mom Academy. I really, really appreciate you being here. If this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you get all episodes as soon as they're released and you never miss an episode. You can do that by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will drop you into Apple Podcasts where you can click on the little subscribe button. While you're there, please also rate and review the show. Let me know what you loved. Let me know in what you are a shameless mom. And remember, shameless mom of the week nominations come from our reviews. So if you want to be nominated, you got to leave a review. So make sure you leave a review over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And lastly, share this episode with other shameless moms in your lives. The way the show grows and the way we build our community is by you all spreading the word. So take a screenshot of this episode, share it on social media, tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram or Facebook. I will make sure I reply as quickly as I possibly can, sending you lots of loves and shout outs. And I can't wait to connect with you there. Until next time, have a great day. And remember, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.